Welcome to the Corporate Treasury 101 podcast. In this episode, Guillaume explains what cash pooling is and why corporates pool cash into a main account on a regular basis. We hope you enjoy and find it informative. Just a reminder, over the summer period, the frequency of our episodes will go down to once per week. That's to allow you guys to not fall too far behind on your episodes as you're holidaying on the beaches this summer. We'll be back to twice a week in September, where Guillaume and I have a very exciting special series ready for you guys, which we're really looking forward to. One last note, we're now on Instagram, so if you would like to see behind the scenes of us recording the podcast or quotes from previous podcasts which you can share with your friends, head over to Instagram and search Corporate Treasury 101 and give us a follow. And with that, on with the episode. So Guillaume, we've talked in the past a lot about uh, cash positioning. It's mm. actually one of our best episodes in yeah. the last uh, set that we've done. Awesome! Yeah, so people really like the topic. Uh, but cash I wanted management. to talk a little bit about what's the next step. So we talked a lot about moving cash around, having a consolidated position, etc. Mm-hmm. Take us further into that. People want to know more. What's the next topic in cash positioning? Absolutely. Next topic will be cash pool. Sam, have you heard about cash pool? Uh, I've heard of pools. And in this weather, I really think a lot about that. <laughs> that would be ideal. Yeah. Uh, it's not directly linked, I would say. Uh, but it's interesting <laughs> as well. Less refreshing, but um, could be interesting. So... Cash pool is a cash management technique, obviously. That's why we want to talk about it today. So we tackled quite some cash management topics I just mentioned uh, and what it involves. So episode 2 and episode 21 um, are perfect for deep dive on these cash topics if our listeners would like to know more. Um, so cash pool, more precisely, is a cash centralization method. So you remember, obviously, what we talked about uh, in cash positioning. We said that we consolidate all the balances around the world. And we use the example of your three cafes, right? Uh, To assess how much money does your group has, and not only the cafes taken one by one. So cash pool goes the step further that you just required. It concentrates the cash in one single location. So just to give a recap on each of those uh, terms, Guillaume, Mm -hmm. you have a consolidated position, Mm -hmm. which is if you summed up all of your bank accounts around different regions or worlds, or just all your bank accounts, you summed up all those values, that would be your consolidated position. Precisely. Right? Yeah. Uh, And like, indeed, we talked about my three future cafes that Mm -hmm. I will have with the best pinachocolas in the world. Very successful. Of course, ones, by the way. exactly. Well, two of them. One of them, maybe not so much. Indeed, very uh, true. Is what we said back then. Um, so that's really interesting. Now, yes. pooling all that cash together. So in English, we have the term pooling. To pull something together is to, again, collect, let's say, mm-hmm. right? So a pool of water is like a collection of water, right? Yeah. Um, if we're doing that with cash, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not stacking uh, all of your... 10 euro bills in one location, right? Everything's digital nowadays. Exactly. Uh, So how does that work in practical terms? How do you concentrate your cash in one position? Everything's digital nowadays. So let's get to it. First of all, technically that could work to physically concentrate the cash, but it will for sure be quite a painful process uh, and most certainly quite pricey. So the way it works is through bank transfers. Obviously it's digital as you just mentioned. So it is done at the end of every single day working day, uh, must I precise. There can be some nuances between end of day or during the day, but let's keep it simple for now. So at the end of each day, the money that is sitting on each and every cafe's bank account is sent to a single one, a single bank account. So which bank account would I send it to? 
So you literally can decide. Um, it can be any. The ways cash pool are set up is the following. So you choose one header account. It will be the head of the cash pool. And at the end of the day, this header account receives all the money. All the other accounts that participate into the cash pool are participants' accounts. So the objective is, at the end of the day, to have zero euro, dollar, pounds, you name it, uh, on it, no matter what. So in the example of your three cafes that we like so much, um, and let's make it simple for now. Your first cafe, the one in Brussels, is the most successful one and also the biggest. Successful, why? Because it's sitting right next to one of the best restaurants in town. Mine, <laughs> obviously. So the bank account of your Brussels cafe is the header. Let's set it up like this. And this bank account will receive all the money at the end of the, every day from the two other cafes. Your two other cafes will be participants only, between brackets, in the cash pool. So at the end of every day, the cash balances will be at zero because a transfer will be done towards your header account. A little bit of jargon here, a treasury one, we love it. We call those transfers sweeps because the money is swept from the bank account towards the header. Okay, so a sweep yes. is when you pick your central bank account, right? The one that you call the header account, mm -hmm. right? And you uh, move all the money from all your other accounts into that header account. This right? is the sweep. And it's really, yeah, that's the sweep. So you sweep up all the cash. Exactly. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, I should have asked a better question before because it came to me while you're talking. Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> the why. Oh, that's quite an important question indeed. So this is uh, where treasury becomes super interesting. Um, not that it wasn't before, but... Here, it really enables the group strategy. Why would you do that? So, you could think that you will jeopardize the solvency or financial health of your two other cafes, right? Or you could question, how do I pay my electricity for, for those two other cafes, for instance, or my suppliers, yeah. or even my employees, right? So, this would be true unless you decide to optimize your business, your processes, and do everything from a central location. So for instance, you negotiate prices with your suppliers for the three cafes volumes, not one taken one by one. Uh, same goes for electricity, cleaning services, potentially rent, right? So you would centralize the processes. And you could do that for the cash as well. So now all your employees are paid from one same bank account. So the payroll is at least a little bit less of a cumbersome process. Same for your suppliers. You all pay them from a single same bank account. This is perfect when you look at reconciliation. You know, like in accounting, you need to reconciliate your transaction mm. from the bank accounts to what it is correspond to. It's much easier to do so from a central location from only one bank account. So by centralizing, you enable better visibility, obviously. It refers to cash positioning that we already tackled. Also control and you allow the group to be acting as one big entity rather than small little ones on their own. Yeah, That's so why you will do that. Like you said, if you had suppliers, right, uh, around different areas, you could have one big bill with them instead of having like multiple bills in each region mm -hmm. or each uh, bank account or something like that and paying out individually. Yep. It's just easier to aggregate all the money into one and then do it like that. Precisely. Okay, but then, I mean, what if like one of your other accounts goes into negative, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so that you said that at the end of the day, the cash from the participants are sent to the header, mm -hmm. the header account, which is your main one. Yeah. Um, what if there's nothing to, to send in one of those accounts or that account is a negative? Yeah, and that's actually a very important point when it comes to cash pool. So then it will literally work exactly the other way around. Uh, rather than sending money to the header, the participant would receive some. So with the objective to be again at a zero euro balance. Why so? 
You want to centralize the cash as much as possible for the reasons we just mentioned and quite other that we might tackle in a, in a moment. So this to optimize your processes as we just described. But you don't want your participant accounts to be in an overdraft position. Again, overdraft, we already, already tackled this. Uh, we talked about it in the short-term financing episode, which is number 24, in case our listeners want to uh, have a look at that. You don't want to be in an overdraft position because that will cost you money. So at a larger scale, Let's say now you have 100 cafes, Osam. You're really successful in this business uh, in 20 countries. Well, some cafes might be uh, experimenting some cash deficits, right? It happens. Uh, hence the short-term financing, the cash flow forecasting that we already talked about. But so instead of committing to external, between brackets, short-term debt, you could set up a cash flow structure to fund it. Well, some other entities, some other cafes might be quite cash rich, and cash rich and quite successful. And so you would lend money between each and other of your cafes. So it obviously has other financial impacts that we will come to in a moment, but it's always better than asking the bank or external investors to lend you money even on the short term. So you're lending yourself money between different branches. Branches or subsidiaries, indeed. Yeah. Or in larger scale subsidiaries. Exactly. exactly. So one term you mentioned there, cash deficit. So that's mm. like when you go into like um, your cash flow is negative or that's like when your account goes below zero? Uh, both, right? It's linked. So cash deficit is basically you are lacking cash. Uh, there can be multiple reasons. Well, you have uh, to pay your suppliers, but your cafe isn't popular enough to attract uh, a sufficient number of clients. So your income is below your outcome. So that's a situation where you have less money coming in than going out. That negative precise, cash flow. Exactly. And at that precise moment, you need cash. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're financially doing bad. It just means that you need to find solution on the short term to have a positive cash balance. This is what cash deficit would mean. Okay. So, I mean, I assume if this is an ongoing operation, mm -hmm. right, you're doing this daily or whatever, yeah. um, you have some sort of agreements with your banks to enable that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So when you set up a cash pool structure, each and every bank account will need to have what we call an intraday limit embedded to it. An intraday limit works a little bit like an overdraft, right? It's embedded to the bank account and it's a limit uh, within which you're allowed to go below zero. So it allows you to go below zero, but only during the day. Hence the name. Isn't it wonderful? Um, because the deal is also to have the account at zero euro at the end of the day, right? So the bank trusts your capacity to cover potential short-term funding needs thanks to the cash sitting at the header account or at the group level. So you, you, you emphasized zero about five times in so far. <laughs> I like this term. Why zero? Why not like... Surely mm -hmm. you want to have a little bit of cash, you know, left over or something like this. Yep. Like, why are we aiming for zero? So that's, again, a good question. Zero, because that's the easiest and fits most of the situation. You centralize cash as much as possible, literally every cash available, uh, while not being in an overdraft position, so under zero, overnight at your subsidiary level. So being at in an overdraft position overnight, and not only during the day, costs quite a lot of money and much more than just being under zero during the day. Now, zero balancing, why? Because this is how we call it. This is how we call this cash pool, a zero balancing cash pool. The balances of all the participants will be at zero. Uh, but there are indeed other possibilities, as you just mentioned. And this is called target balancing, where you predefine how much money remains on each bank account. If not zero, this can be 10, 100, 10,000 or anything else. 
Reasons could be diverse, and to give a couple of examples, well, the lease guarantee, for instance, the company you are leasing from requires you to have a certain amount of cash on the bank account embedded to the transaction. Uh, it could also be that, well, because of the financial health or some of the subsidiaries, uh, you have a very small intraday limit facility embedded to it. So you want to make sure you will always have a little bit more cash in case you have expenses coming the day after.